It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Second Amendment Foundation Studios, this is the American Gun Show, educating and informing gun owners across America. Now your host, the voice of freedom, Jason Reeve. And welcome into the Second Amendment Foundation Studios right here from a rainy then sunny, rainy then sunny again, North Judson, Indiana. How the heck is everybody doing today? Uh, that tropical storm, uh, Cristobal, is that what, what its name was, Samantha? I have no idea. Cr- Cristobal or... Something like that. Uh, Apparently that cell was making its way through Illinois, and we got some of the outer bands here uh, where I live, and we wound up uh, getting a little bit of rain and some tornadoes. I mean, no tornadoes in my area, but our our friends over in Lake County, uh, they're under a tornado warning, uh, or were under a tornado warning, I should say. So uh, it's been a pretty, uh, pretty wet day today. All right, folks, um, we got a lot to talk about today on the American Gun Show, and I want to start off with Mayor Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. There was audio that was obtained by the media in Chicago of an alderman who was concerned that the violence and the looting that was happening in Chicago was going to be moving into the residential area in his district. Now, apparently this guy's district is uh, is being ravaged by the looters. And Mayor Lori Lightfoot completely just brushed it off. Uh, so you guys got to listen to this because, I mean, just wow. Uh, <laughs> listen to this and we'll get uh, Samantha's thoughts on the other end. Raymond Lopez did not appear to hold back during an argument about the city's response to looting. Here's what happened after Lopez said he feared looters would target homes and the city was not prepared and demanded an answer. No, I want an answer. I bet you commented on everybody. I want an answer. It's not something you ignore. This is a oh, question that I have. I think you're 100% back. Oh, what I think. If you think we want to fight Holy cow. Samantha, what do you think? I'm speechless, and I find it actually, I find a lot of things funny, so I think it's repetitive that I keep saying it's funny, but it, it is funny. It just is funny to me that, I don't know. I mean, this is the part that's so striking to me, folks, is that 
here is the mayor of the third largest city in Chicago, and one of the aldermen, which basically they, you know, you have uh, in a city as big as Chicago, they have aldermen. It's kind of that kind of works like your state senators and your state house of representatives and the governor. That's kind of how it works in Chicago. However, though, the fact that the fact of the matter is that. This alderman's basically saying, Mayor, I want answers. What are we going to do if this pours out into the residential areas? My district is being destroyed by looters, and Lightfoot set by why the looters destroyed downtown Chicago. Me and Samantha listened to the police scanners in Chicago when the rioting was happening, and Lightfoot told the police they couldn't use force. Well, you can't use force, and then there were some cops that didn't want to get involved because they were afraid they would lose their job. So this alderman is basically pleading with the mayor, hey, what are you going to do if this spills out into the streets in the residential areas? And she basically told him he was full of crap, which then prompted him to respond (laughs) with an F-bomb, you know, F-U. And then he told her to check her attitude, which, you know, my God... Everybody says that Trump's the one who's trying to act like a king. What is Lightfoot doing in Chicago? I mean, Beetlejuice here apparently seems to think that she could just, I think you're full of crap and how dare you accuse me of not doing anything. And did you hear what the guy said? He said, well, Mayor, why don't you come out and see the damage? Why don't you just go ahead and come out and see what they've done to our city? Why don't you just come out and see all this stuff? And when she said, if you think we're not ready, I don't have anything intelligent to say to you. Holy cow. Well, I think the alderman has a point to make. Because I'm sitting here looking at a story from A.W.R. Hawkins and the headline reads, 35 shot, 5 fatally over weekend in gun-controlled Chicago. The Chicago Sun-Times reports the shootings included random attacks from armed attackers on foot and in cars. The weekend violence began at 7.40 p.m. Friday when someone opened fire inside a blue pickup truck and struck a 15-year-old boy. Now the boy is expected to survive. The last non-fatal shooting occurred around 4.45 a.m. on Monday, while the last fatal shooting of the weekend occurred around 8 p.m. on Sunday. And the person who was fatally wounded was a 35-year-old man. The Chicago Sun-Times reported the week prior, the last weekend of May, There were 85 people shot, 24 fatally, 18 of the last weekend's murders occurred in a 24-hour period. So out of that, 24, 18 occurred within a 24-hour period. The University of Chicago's crime lab figures show the 18 murders made May 31st, 2020, the single most violent day in Chicago in six decades. Breitbart has also reported that more than 40 people were shot, 10 fatally, in Chicago over Memorial Day weekend. So, I don't know, Samantha, do you think that this alderman doesn't have the right to question what the mayor's doing? Oh, he has the right. Any any person... Who votes has the right to question. Now, hearing all of that, now, I mean, just hearing all of that there, what does that tell you about what is going on in Chicago? I mean, it just seems like Lightfoot's just sitting there, just allowing this to go on. But here's the thing, though, Chicago, you guys have voted for this for decades. You guys have voted for these kind of policies that have happened for decades. And now we're talking about defunding the police. Well, now they're trying to change the narrative. You know what they're trying to say now? Instead of defund the police, they're saying demilitarize the police. Because a lot of normal people, when they hear somebody say defund the police, they immediately sit back and go, whoa, wait a second. So what am I going to do if... Somebody's trying to break into my home. 
Folks, I have to share with you this tweet that I had, this conversation on Twitter that I had with this guy. Of he was from Las Vegas. You will not believe some of the stuff that I he said here. He started off with saying that police don't prevent crimes; they generally invent it. Defunding the police and implementing policies that actually makes people safe is a wonderful idea. So, you know, of course, I said, well, what do you do if somebody's breaking into your homes? You know, what what are you going to do if somebody breaks into your home? He immediately tries to deflect and say, well, if I'm not home and they just take my stuff, I'll just call my insurance company and file a claim. Then maybe the investigation, and he said, by the way, cops never solved burglaries today, maybe with reallocated resources, they could see if they can catch the real person. I said, okay, so let's be more specific. What do you do if somebody breaks into your home while you're home? So how is the insurance company going to protect your family? And he said, that pretty much never happens. That pretty much never happens. Samantha, how many times have we reported about home invasions on this show? A lot. Yeah, but... This guy says that rarely ever happens. But this is where you have to, this is where trying to get into the mind of a a progressive is, this is where it just makes your head want to explode. He says, quote, that pretty much never happens. Almost all violence resulting in break-ins is due to the homeowner confronting the intruder. I'm sorry, somebody breaks into your home and is stealing the stuff that you worked for? You're just... He said, just let them take it. It's just stuff. Call your insurance company. He said, hell, if it keeps me safer and speeds up the process, I'll help them load it. So this guy in Las Vegas, if you guys ever find out where this dude lives and you want to break into his home, he will help you load his possessions into your vehicle for you. That's when I literally, I, I lost it. I I was laughing too hard. And I said, okay, so um, home invasions in a whole, according to the FBI crime report, are down. They, they are down. But do you know what the reasoning for that is? Because gun ownership has gone up. The criminals don't know which house has a gun and which house doesn't. Unless you're stupid enough to post a, this house is a gun-free zone. I saw one of them the other day, and I'm sitting there looking at that sign going, that house is probably going to get robbed. Because, you know, if I'm a criminal and I see no guns, that's, you know, what I would do. But I said, this guy's literally, I said, you are literally okay with somebody breaking into your house, harming your family, and taking your stuff. He said, burglars almost never harm the residents of the home. Apparently, he's studied this extensively. Burglars hardly ever harm the homeowner. (laughs) Sam, again, how many home invasions have we reported on this show where the resident was actually harmed? (laughs) Sam's over here rubbing her head. I think she's got a migraine because of this guy. Like, trying to comprehend the stupidity actually does hurt. I know. that's, That's what I said. So he goes on and says, and in fact, almost break-ins that happen, the person is hardly ever home. I didn't know you were such a scared child. The solution to crime in society is that exactly meets the basic needs of everyone, not police with tanks. So, of course, I said to him, I said, trust me, I'm not a scared child. My door isn't locked for my protection. If somebody comes into my home, I will protect my children and my wife. People have no right to take my stuff that I've worked for. It's just like I said on this on the weekend show. My door isn't locked for my protection. It's locked for your protection. Because if you want to be stupid enough to kick my door in, either myself or Samantha's going to shoot you. Plain and simple. But this is just the mindset of these people. And then defund the police. This is where this all stemmed from. This whole conversation started with the defund the police movement. Now, guys, did you hear what that kooky 
city council member, the leader in Minneapolis said on CNN, she basically said, the CNN anchor asked her, what would you do if somebody broke into your home? You know, who do you call? And she said, well, calling the police is actually white privilege. It's white privilege to call the cops, folks. I didn't know that calling the cops meant white privilege. You know, let me talk about white privilege here for a second. White privilege, I was thinking about this the other day. Do you know what white privilege actually is? White privilege is actually for... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, conditions apply. See website for details. For those liberal and progressive whites. Because they're the ones that get to live in mommy's basement and be a keyboard warrior and go out and protest and do some of the garbage that we've been seeing around here. You know, this whole idea that I need to apologize for my white privilege, um, I'm not responsible for what happened to George Floyd. I'm not apologizing for that. I'm not apologizing for something that happened 150 years ago that I had no part in. And before somebody makes the argument that, well, maybe your ancestors owned slaves. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. It's not something I've really clearly looked up. But I will tell you this, though. I do know this about my ancestry. I do know that my ancestors, who were not white, were forced off their lands and walked through the Trail of Tears to Oklahoma. By policies from who? The newly formed Democratic Party. You know, I sat there and thought about that for a second. You know, uh, oh, well, you need to apologize for your privilege. My privilege? Oh, so my ancestors who were part of the Native American community that were marched from their lands and their homes by Andrew Jackson who had, who had formed the newly Democratic Party? You want to sit here and talk about racism? Let's talk about the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party spawned the KKK. The Democratic Party was famous for Jim Crow laws which was gun control to keep the freed slaves from owning guns. But you expect me to apologize for something I didn't do. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And secondly, before we go to break here, I want to talk about what happened with Nancy Pelosi and the rest of the Democrats yesterday. Did you guys all see this? How they all took a knee for eight minutes while wearing uh, African... I don't know, you know, I don't want to say tribal scarves, but they were wearing some type of African scarves. And this was a clear political stunt, and it blew up in their face. More black people were outraged of the fact that they saw right through it. They saw this was nothing more than just a political photo op, and it blew up right in their face. And what do you think about that, Samantha? You know, karma. You know that how karma. you know how I know how much you love Nancy Pelosi. Oh yeah, I, I know how much you love her and how <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I love her to death. Let me tell you. But I got to tell you, it wow, just just absolutely wow. It, it's it's unbelievable to to be honest with you. It's it's really unbelievable. Well, we're going to take our first time out. and We're going to continue the conversation on this defund the police because. You are not going to believe what towns are already starting to do. We'll be right back after this. A big part of the concealed carry lifestyle is carrying your firearm at all times. This can be difficult if you don't have the right holster. I've tried many holsters with minimum success. Then I tried the Cloak Tuck, an inside-the-waistband holster made by Alien Gear Holsters. They also make the Shapeshift Holster Series. 
have lifetime warranties, and are made right here in the USA. Visit AlienGearHolsters.com to browse their selections and find the best holster for your lifestyle. Are you looking for a versatile and unique face shield? Alpha Defense Gear has you covered. Head on over to their website at alphadefensegear.com where you will find everything from face shields, arm sleeves, hats, and more. They even have gear for your dog, which I love because I like to spoil the official American Gun mascot, Chloe. Looking for a new firearm but don't know where to start? Well, look no further than Taurus. Taurus has a variety of firearms from revolvers to semi-automatics. These firearms include the Defender 856, the G2C, the all-new G3, and the TX-22 2019's Guns and Ammo Handgun of the Year. Taurus firearms are reliable and reasonably priced. Go to TaurusUSA.com to browse their selection of firearms. Taurus Firearms, designed to protect. The Second Amendment Foundation is one of the most important gun rights organizations winning lawsuits at the state and local level. But we need your help. Join or donate at saf.org and help us win back your gun rights. of the American Gun Show is brought to you by Taurus Firearms. Now back to the voice of freedom, Jason Reeve. Welcome back to the show, folks, and uh, we're going to continue the conversation about defunding the police, which, like I said, now they're trying to change the narrative to demilitarize the police because apparently when the people out in the suburbs here defund the police, they're like, what? And it's not sitting well with the Democratic platform. But what I find funny is the fact that people like uh, AOC and Rashida Tlaib and Ilan Omar are all for defunding the police. I tell you what, I would love to see some of these up-and-coming Republican women. There's four Republican women that we support here from the American Gun Show, and that's Kim Klasick. She's running for Elijah Cummings' seat. Uh, Jesse Melton, who is running for Ted Deutsch's seat in Florida. We're really hoping Jesse wins, because I'd like to see that anti-gun guy out run out of office. Uh, Marjorie Green in Georgia, which, by the way, did you guys know about this? Marjorie Green did an ad where she was standing there holding like an AR-15 pistol, or it, it was some kind of AR platform short barrel rifle, and she literally said, I got a message for you Antifa people, and she racked the charge handle, and she said, stay out of Georgia. And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And then Facebook pulled the ad down. Apparently, she was inciting uh, violence. And I thought, man, that is awesome. So I actually reached out to uh, Miss Green and invited her to come on the show. So I'm really hoping that um, when her rep gets back with me that she'll make some time and come on the show because I completely love that ad. Basically saying, yeah, come to Georgia, see what happens. And then out in Colorado, uh, Lori, oh man, I'm, I know I'm going to screw up her last name, but it's, uh, or Lauren, but you know what? I'm not even going to attempt to say it because <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna butcher it, but she's another a politician who's running for office and she is a huge advocate for concealed carry. Uh, I was reading on her website last night. She actually has her campaign photo shows her standing with a Glock strapped to her side. And I'm sitting here like, yes, I tell you what, if I was in these guys' districts, I'd be voting for them. But this is what I would love to see those four women take on the squad. That would be epic. That would be funny. That would be epic. I mean, they would just, those four women I know would just destroy AOC, uh, Tlaib, Preston, and Bill uh, and Omar. But this is what they want to do, folks. Now, what do we talk about all the time? Right after Parkland, that 
we need resource officers in our schools. We need somebody on scene to deal with a shooting that happens in a school. You know, we talked extensively with Samantha's uh, high school portage where the city and the Portage Police Department were having this huge fight about who was going to be the resource officers in there. And I actually sent it to Dana Lash, and of course the port the Portage uh, Police Chief was on uh, Dana Lash's show, so you know I thought I, that kind of got me standing on my soapbox there a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A <laughs> little bit there. But listen to this, folks. In Minneapolis, they are already pulling funding for resource officers in the schools in Minneapolis. As we have talked about on on this show, that these schools that are gun-free zones where there's not an armed response, the killer has free reign to do whatever he wants until the police arrive. Now keep in mind, we talked about this the other day, the average police response time is 11 minutes. Can you imagine what kind of damage somebody can do in 11 minutes for the police to arrive in a school? I mean, look what happened in Sandy Hook. 26 children and adults murdered by that psychopath. Well, they're not the only city that's doing this. In Maryland, Prince George County, Maryland School Board will hear a proposal to end funding for armed police and and security guards in their school districts. That was by A.W.R. Hawkins. I saw him report this. He also reported that in Portland, Oregon, public school superintendent Guadalupe Guerrero says he will no longer have armed officers in schools to protect children. Folks, when the next mass shooting occurs... You know exactly who to blame. And the liberals come and say, we got to ban guns and we got to do this and we got to do this. Remember what I just told you. Here are three areas in Maryland, Minneapolis, and Portland, Oregon, where they're taking armed school resource officers out of the schools. And what's even dumber is that they announce it to everybody. So if there's somebody in Portland, Oregon right now planning the next school shooting and he just heard this, well, we're not going to have armed cops in our schools anymore. Well, I guess when school opens back up. So when the next mass shooting occurs and Gabby Giffords and Chris Brown and Shannon Watts and David Hogg are all out there saying, oh, well, we've got to ban guns because, you know, No kid should ever have to go to school in fear of being shot. Well, guess what? You just took their protection out. And then Joe Biden weighed in on this too. This is another story by A.W.R. Hawkins. Joe Biden wants to ban federal funds for training teachers for firearms usage in school. Democrat presidential hopeful Joe Biden's gun control policy statement includes a push to prohibit the use of any federal funds to train teachers in firearms usage for classroom defense. The statement on JoeBiden.com says, quote, We should be passing rational gun laws, not requiring educators who already have too much on their plates to also protect the safety of their students, end quote. It also goes to say Biden supports barring states from using federal dollars to arm and train educators to discharge firearms. Folks, Democrats, oh, they want to protect you. They're all for protecting you. If you haven't figured out that that's been a lie, look at the riots that have been happening on TV. Where they just let their city burn. And they're taking a knee to the rioters. They're taking a knee to Antifa. You know what I say? I'm sorry, but I agree that teachers have a lot on their plate. And the thing is, though, when I send my kid off to school, 
It is your job to protect my child. I don't care. I don't care what comes your way. It is your job to protect my child. I am entrusting my child's safety in the teachers. Now, if you want to go over and say no teacher shouldn't have to go over and protect their students, well, you know what? No wonder bullying is such a problem. Yeah. And you might want to go over and talk to uh, all the tornadoes that come down south and tell them not to hit the schools. That way the teachers don't have to protect them. Yeah. You see, I agree with your point 100%. When I drop my child off at the school, I... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I am entrusting the school to keep my child safe. I'm entrusting that no harm will come to my child there. And we have talked to several teachers who... I want to carry a gun in school. That way, if somebody comes in and tries to harm my students, I can stop them. But yet, no, we can't do that. Every gun control advocate is against arming teachers in school. Even though we've talked about on this show that schools are the softest target ever for school shootings. Because they control the entire environment. They don't have to worry about an armed resistance. Why do you think I said, why have you never seen a mass shooting at a police station? Why have you never seen a mass shooting in an NRA convention? You know, can I make another point too? Go ahead. I lost my train of thought, but it just like, oh, you know, you don't want to arm teachers. Okay. I can get your point of view with not arming teachers. I I can get that, okay? And you know what? If you don't want to arm teachers, whatever. But then, don't you dare take the school resource officers out of school. Yeah. One or the other, pick one. Stop going over. The world is not this freaking unicorns and rainbows. It's not, okay? We live in reality. Well, the reality is this. They're doing it so when the next mass shooting comes out, they can get the emotional support to ban guns. Because we know how the sheeple in America are. Look what happened with the COVID-19. Yeah. Did you see the report last night? Oh, asymptomatic people very rarely can spread the uh, disease. So you mean to tell me that 40,000 people... We're out of work. People lost their businesses. School graduations were canceled for what basically happens with the flu. Well, I could have told you that. What is that? Holy crap. But back to this here. You see, the anti-Second Amendment posture missed the fact that schools are even more attractive soft targets when the attacker doesn't have to worry about facing any armed resistance. Biden is talking about this as his... I've defeated the NRA once and I can do it again. Folks, I want you to think about this. Because this is why A.W.R. Hawkins is so brilliant. He says, quote, Recall the September 14, 2012 Sandy Hook Elementary attack, where the attacker had over nine minutes inside the school before armed resistance arrived. Nine minutes. Think about that, folks. Adam Lanza had nine minutes to do whatever he wanted because there was no arm resistance in there. There's reports that the principal at Sandy Hook, when Adam Lanza started shooting his way into the school, ran towards him, completely unarmed. She gave her life to try to save those children, and yet these Democrats and these anti-gun people want to sit here, well, that's the stupidest thing to do is arm a teacher. Imagine if she would have had a gun and she started popping lead his way. Those 26 people that are dead today might be alive today 
if that was the case. But we'll never know because people tend to follow the emotional outcry for what happened. And I'm not saying that what happened to those children wasn't tragic. That affected me too. I remember watching it when it happened live. And I said, my God, you've got to be kidding me. Let's talk about the February 14th Parkland attack. Remember the coward of Broward, Scott Peterson, that stood outside while children were being slaughtered in the school? Remember him? And the Parkland Commission found that the shooter was able to pause five times to reload his weapon? Now imagine if there would have been a teacher who was allowed to carry a firearm in that school. Or imagine if Scott Peterson would have took his scared ass in there and confronted the shooter. Maybe there wouldn't have been 17 people dead and 17 others shot. But no, no, we've got to listen to the David Hoggs and the Fred Guttenbergs. Oh, we've got to ban guns. we got to ban guns. we got to ban guns. Guns are evil. Give me a break. Like I said, folks, when the next school shooting happens, <coughs> excuse me, and if it happens in Portland, Maryland, or Minneapolis, I cannot wait for the gun control groups to come out and say, well, we need to ban guns. No, wait a second. I'm going to point back to June 9th, 2020, when these cities decided to remove resource officers out of the schools. I'm going to say it's your liberal policies and your defund the police movement that got people killed. Not the NRA and not the gun owners. We'll be right back after this. These are troubling times in America. Are you thinking about getting a gun and carrying it for defense of yourself and your loved ones? Would you know what to do if the unthinkable happened? Fortunately, there is an organization that can help. The United States Concealed Carry Association. The USCCA. The USCCA has training, education, and insurance. With a tenacious legal defense, if you ever have to defend the life of you or your loved ones, the USCCA is there for you. That's exactly why I am a member. The American Gun Show is proud to be partnered with the United States Concealed Carry Association. Head over to the American Gun Show Facebook page for exclusive offers or uscca.com to begin your path to becoming a responsibly armed American. The Second Amendment Foundation is one of the most important gun rights organizations winning lawsuits at the state and local level. But we need your help. Join or donate at saf.org and help us win back your gun rights. Hello folks, Jason Reeve here. As you know, the American Gun Show is proud to be affiliated with the United States Concealed Carry Association, the USCCA. The USCCA offers education, training, and most importantly, legal defense should you ever need to use a firearm to defend your life or your loved ones. But that's not all. The USCCA Self-Defense Shield not only covers firearms, but all self-defense tools. Knives, tasers, whichever tool you use to defend your life. We have a link pinned to the top of the American Gun Show Facebook page at Facebook slash The American Gun Show. If you use this link, not only do you get peace of mind of having the Self-Defense Shield, but you help grow this radio program. Once again, visit the American Gun Show Facebook page and click on the link. Thank you. This segment of the American Gun Show is brought to you by the United States Concealed Carry Association. Visit uscca.com to begin your path to becoming a responsibly armed American. Welcome back to the show, folks, and uh, got a story here out of BearingArms.com. I saw this yesterday and was just, just wow, just, just wow. A uh, soldier carrying a gun in New York protest arrested and charged. A soldier. Now, folks, 
We understand as gun owners that we know there are some states that are completely friendly for us carrying firearms, and there are other states that they hate the right, they want to abolish it, and New York is one of those states. We, everybody who owns a gun knows that you can't go to New York with a gun. Your governor there in New York, Andrew Cuomo, he hates you. He proved that when he sent thousands of elderly people with COVID-19 into the nursing homes. He proved that right there, that he hates you. He enjoys his armed security, but he can't stand the fact that you want to have a right to keep and bear arms. Um, many elected officials in New York, um, you know, know that they hate your ability to carry a firearm. But if you support gun rights in New York, you're already aware of this. But a soldier stationed at Fort Drum has been arrested and charged with the legal possession of a handgun. A soldier stationed at Fort Drum, who was among a group of armed men detained by police Sunday, Troy's rally for black lives, was arrested for possession of a loaded handgun just blocks from the city police station. Deputy Police Chief Dan DeWolf commended officers for taking the men into custody, praising them for adverting what may have been a violent encounter. The matter remains under investigation, and additional charges are expected to be filed. Noah Latham, 22 of Lewis Avenue in Fort Drum, is being held without bail. Think about this for a second, folks. Without, he's being held without bail for just simply possessing a firearm. But yet in New York City, they're letting murderers out of jail. Does this make any sense to anybody? Holy crap. He's being held, held without bond at the Rensselaer County Jail. The Rensselaer County District Attorney said, Latham is charged with one single felony count of second-degree criminal possession of a weapon. Hey, Sam, do you want to take a guess how long he could be facing in prison? 20 years. Close, 15. 15 years for simply possessing a handgun. Latham is a member of the U.S. Army's 10th Mountain Division at Fort Drum in Jefferson County. He's a specialist, an E-4 who flies drones for the division. His... Commanding officer, which I'm assuming this is his commanding officer, Major Harold Huff, said, quote, We are aware of it and we will let it play out. Now, apparently these men were dressed in fatigues and were taken into custody around 4.30 p.m. Sunday after police said they were they were learned they learned of the gun-toting men in military-style clothing were seen near Congress and Ferry Street on 6th Avenue. Guys, for the police chief to assert that these guys were intending to hurt somebody is completely bogus. What I do think could have been the case here is that maybe these guys went down there with guns to protect businesses from being looted. Because we all know in New York City, Mayor de Blasio has done such a fantastic job stopping the looting in his city. He's done so great. You know what's so bad? One person, I, I heard this the other day. Some person said to de Blasio, you need to quit hiding behind your black wife and kids. This is what a man, this is what a man accused the mayor of doing. He's not doing a good enough job, and then when the pressure comes, he hides behind his wife and his kids. I honestly think that he was down there trying to protect businesses. But guess what? That doesn't matter in New York. That doesn't matter at all. And this soldier is looking at possibly 15 years in prison just for simply possessing a gun. You know, if we have a right to keep and bear arms in this country, this case should automatically be thrown out. But we all know that's not going to be the case. We all know that's not going to be the case. And I also know this. 
Bearing Arms is also reporting that he started a a petition to push one county into becoming a Second Amendment sanctuary. He's a gun rights supporter. Now, that makes me question the idea of why he would even go down there with a gun to begin with. Because if you're a gun rights supporter, you typically know what states you can go into and what states you can't. Or you know the laws of that state very well. Like, for instance, Illinois does not recognize my Indiana permit. However, though, if I am traveling through Illinois, say, to go to Wisconsin, where my permit is recognized, I don't have to take my gun apart and store it in accordance with Illinois law. And I still have to... I can defend myself from my vehicle. But once I step out of my car, I'm in violation of Illinois law. It's kind of a little asterisk in the law there. But we know, but me and Samantha know this, generally we don't go anywhere with a gun in Illinois. We might have one in our car, but we, you know, you can't, if you look at the Illinois gun laws, you basically can't go anywhere in Illinois with a gun. You can't even be on the property with a gun. But here's my problem with this whole thing here. Latham and these other guys that were armed, they didn't do anything wrong. They weren't doing anything wrong. I mean, it kind of goes into that situation where like when people are just have a gun and people call the police on you. But the fact of the matter is that what should be being asked is, okay, what is that person doing with the gun? Well, nothing. He's just standing there. Okay, so apparently he's not harming anybody. I really hope that this case gets settled kind of quickly. But I have a feeling that this is probably going to be one of those things where you're going to wind up... This guy's going to wind up having a criminal record for the rest of his life. And here's the, and here's the bad thing, too. Once he's done with the civil side of things... Now he's got to deal with the military. Because you don't think if he go even if he goes to prison for a year, you don't think when he gets out, the military ain't going to charge him? And, you know, who knows? This kid's life could be wrecked forever. Now, I don't think the Army would dishonorably kick him out, but I could see him losing a rank or losing some money, something like that. The moral of the story here, folks, is, is it, is it wrong what happened to him? Sure it is. Because clearly the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It's written in our Constitution. But yet New York, states like New York have done it for years, for decades. And yet we can't seem to get the Supreme Court to take a Second Amendment case. Now, sooner or later, the Supreme Court is going to have to weigh in on something like this to keep good people like him out of jail. We're going to follow this story and see basically, you know, where where it leads up after that. But it's pretty unfortunate because, you know, in a lot of gun control laws, they usually exclude the military. Not in New York. Not there. All right, folks, we're going to take our final time out. We'll be right back after this. Are you looking for a versatile and unique face shield? Alpha Defense Gear has you covered. Head on over to their website at alphadefensegear.com where you will find everything from face shields, arm sleeves, hats, and more. They even have gear for your dog, which I love because I like to spoil the official American gun mascot, Chloe. The Second Amendment Foundation is one of the most important gun rights organizations winning lawsuits at the state and local level. But we need your help. Join or donate at saf.org and help us win back your gun rights. A big part of the concealed carry lifestyle is carrying your firearm at all times. This can be difficult if you don't have the right holster. 
I've tried many holsters with minimum success. Then I tried the cloak tuck, an inside the waistband holster made by Alien Gear Holsters. They also make the Shapeshift Holster Series, have lifetime warranties, and are made right here in the USA. Visit AlienGearHolsters.com to browse their selections and find the best holster for your lifestyle. Looking for a new firearm but don't know where to start? Well, look no further than Taurus. Taurus has a variety of firearms from revolvers to semi-automatics. These firearms include the Defender 856, the G2C, the all-new G3, and the TX-22 2019's Guns and Ammo Handgun of the Year. Taurus firearms are reliable and reasonably priced. Go to TaurusUSA.com to browse their selection of firearms. Taurus Firearms, designed to protect. This segment of the American Gun Show is brought to you by the Second Amendment Foundation. Join or donate at saf.org. Now back to the defender of your gun rights, Jason Reed. All right, folks, welcome back to the American Gun Show. And got a story here from BarryAndArms.com about an armed citizen defending his family from a dog. Now, we've been asked that question before, can you defend yourself from an aggressive dog? And yes, you can. There, You are allowed to defend your life regardless of whether it's a human threat or an animal threat. I mean, have we talked about this on the show a whole lot? No, we really haven't. But we've had, we've seen stories. I mean, it seems like you see this, you know, every few months that, or if you look in, you know, local news uh, organizations, you see where somebody might have been mauled to death by a pit bull or... Or a pack of Dotsons. Or, <laughs> that one, I still I still can't get over that one, a pack of Dotsons in Oklahoma. Woman got killed by a pack of Dotsons. I still, that, I still can't wrap my head around that. But, you know, yeah, aggressive dogs can be a threat to you and your family. I mean, you think about this, you know... Dogs are descendants from wolves, especially stray dogs. We have, where I live out here in Indiana, we have a lot of stray dogs that roam the neighborhood. And some of the dogs are big, some of the dogs are small. Uh, One dog I seen looked like it was a Mastiff Rottweiler mix. That was a huge dog. And the thing is, you know, if you were walking to your mailbox or, you know, we have a bike path that runs right by our house. People like to run and ride their bikes there. You know, what if a dog came out and attacked you there? You know, would you be allowed to defend yourself? Well, of course you would be able to. You know, I kind of look at it this way. There are some parameters that really need to be set. You know, just like with you having a self-defense shooting. Um, but it's... If a chihuahua comes after you, trust me, I don't think your life's in danger. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, exactly. Don't shoot it. Exactly. If it's a chihuahua, I don't think you have anything to worry about. But, I mean, if you got a massive... A big, big Big dog, pit bull, mastiff, rottweiler, whatever. Even a Labrador or a golden retriever, that's a bigger dog. Anything that's, you know, could be 40, 50 plus pounds. Yeah, so, yeah, you would be able to defend yourself. Um, and I don't think anybody, you know, I, the way I look at it, I don't see it any different than if you were out in the woods and a bear came at you or a cougar or a coyote or something like that. We have coyotes and foxes here in Indiana. Those are like our two apex predators here. Um Somebody that lives over in bear country is going over and laughing at us like, here we got you. Well, <laughs> you know, you know who's probably going to be laughing at us is going to be Paul and Jared from Student of the Gun because they live over in Wyoming and, you know, they deal, they deal with, uh, they deal with uh, cougars and bears and stuff like that. But yeah, anybody out West for anybody that's East of the Mississippi, uh, Probably about the only thing that we really have to worry about in states like mine are 
the deer, and, or not the deer, well, even the well, deer. yeah, actually, the deer are more deadly than yeah. uh, the coyotes. Uh, so, that's we a good have point. to worry about the deer. So, I mean, yeah, you would be able to defend yourself from an aggressive dog. Um, <laughs> I know it's kind of one of those situations where, you know, we we sit here and, you know, God, I, I, I could just hear Paul laughing at me right now. I could, you watch, I'm probably going to get an email from Jared tomorrow being like, oh, you got to be, be aware of those coyotes. I could just see that happening now. Yeah, I'll put them up against one of our deer. <laughs> those whitetails can be mean. Well, particularly in the rut, uh, there have been times that bucks have charged hunters. Uh, does during the uh, birthing season, they've been known to attack when people get too close to the fawn. But that's just how I look at it, folks. It doesn't matter if it's a it's a dog or not. Um, it doesn't matter if it's domesticated or not. If you are being attacked by an aggressive animal, you have the right to defend yourself. Um, and before, and let me just throw this little disclaimer out here. If you're one of those idiots that are like, "Oh my God, Jason's advocating shooting police dogs." Oh no, that's the one. Yeah, no, don't do that. That's like that is shooting an officer. Don't do no. That. Because obviously if a police dog's coming after you, there's a reason and you're doing something illegal. Exactly. So just take the bite because you deserve it. <laughs> but if you're just walking out on a bike path or you're out for a jog or something and a pack of dogs uh, comes at you, you know, and this is a good point too, carrying a gun doesn't necessarily mean for, you know, hu- humans. You know, I think where we live out here, to be completely honest with you, I think we're more likely to ever have to use our firearm against an aggressive animal than we would against a, a person. I mean, just I mean, that's just my opinion. You know, I haven't researched this, so I don't have the stats to kind of back it up. But, you know, I think I have a better chance of running into an aggressive dog where I live than running into somebody who wants to do me harm. I would say both of the chances are low, but... Again, we don't carry guns for probability. We carry it for being prepared. But it's a question that we've had a lot of, and Samantha makes a very good point. If it's a chihuahua, I don't really think you have to shoot the dog. <laughs> I really, really don't think you have to. No, just, a, just a, a quick little punt with your foot. Will be and not only that, if you're trying to shoot a little chihuahua, I mean, have you seen some of these dogs? That's like shooting, trying to shoot somebody in the leg. <laughs> It'd be very difficult to do. Yeah. But uh, I do remember we did a story a while back. It was a training scenario from USCCA with Kevin McClowski where Kevin McClowski said that you were out walking with your kid in a stroller and this dog attacked the stroller. And you had to think for a second because it was in a heavily residential area. So if you fire your gun at the dog and it hits a house or, God forbid, it hits somebody else, could you be in legal jeopardy for that? I mean, there's a lot of variable. In any situation that involves self-defense, there is a variable that comes into play. But we had a gentleman in, uh, let's see where I can get the city here. Oh, shoot. Open that. There we are. Had to open it up for a second. For some reason, it closed. Uh, West Jackson, a man recently shot and killed a dog in West Jackson after seeing the dog act aggressively towards its family members. Deputies with the Jackson County Sheriff's Office were called for for the incident on Duck Road. A man shot the dog twice after the dog was seen behaving aggressively at a family member's house. The dog reportedly growled at a woman and her son and approached them aggressively. So, you know, you're going to have to make that determination. Is this dog acting in an aggressive manner? You know, it's something that you need to think about. So, this is why training, this is why training comes into play. This is exactly why it it's there. All right, folks, that's going to do it for the American Gun Show this week. Uh, or, well, I should say not this week, but today, uh, we will be back on Thursday with the next edition of the American gun show until then stay safe, take care of one another. And remember it's our fight, our, or it's our rights, our fight.